the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. This is I on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of I on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be here, and it looks like the weather is beautiful out, and maybe it's getting a teeny bit warmer, like teasing us and saying, hey, summer's almost here, but we've had a cold spring. But as far as I'm concerned, if it doesn't rain and there's sun out, I'm happy, even if it's chilly. We have a great guest today on Iron Real Estate, and that's our correspondent from Canada, Stephen Moranis, who... I've had the pleasure of working with for probably 25 years, if not, yeah, at least. I think we were little kids when we both started, and he gave us a what's going on globally with real estate in other parts of the world. And, of course, in the beginning of our second hour of the show, we will be joined by our expert attorney, Stephen Ebert, as a, and he has a prestigious firm, Casson and & Casson, and it's located in Westchester, and he's always got the latest developments that are legally to fill you in on. He's got some very interesting thing that you want to know about today legally. Um, of course, you can always call us if you have any questions along the way at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Or, of course, you can listen live at 970 or follow me on Instagram. It's just go to Dottie Herman or Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn. And for my latest newsletter, which has really, really common stuff, just go to www.dottieherman.com. It's free, and I'll keep you in the uh, mode of what's going on. I'm thrilled to be here with, and I'm with my uh, longtime co-host, Ace Wattasu Park. Good morning, Ace. Good morning, Dottie. It's a beautiful day today. Oh, yes, it is. And uh, I know you've been running all over the world. Um, you've been so busy. But let's the talk, what's going on? Everyone's talking about interest rates like it's the end of the world. Wherever I go, oh, whatever I read, interest rates, interest rates, what's going to go on? Okay, well, but, you know, there's a huge article. I, I, I must have read 25 articles on this, but there's a really big article on um, – and Barron's, and it's called, um, it says, Locked Out. Now, that's dramatic. Locked Out. Frustrated first-time home buyers hammered by surging prices and the spurt in mortgage rates are missing a time-tested way to build wealth. And it's basically saying, and I mean, look, this is big. Um, the challenges facing home hunters without cash reserves such as young as buyers, because as you know, most of the 
the um, listings are in bidding wars or they're, people are putting a lot of cash down. So people that have limited cash, like first-time buyers usually do, uh, are getting outbid, if not by the number of the price, by the terms. And it says, uh, historically, they're disenchanted groups of people. And it says that these would-be buyers are struck with difficult choices to compete in a hot, expensive housing market. And it says that there will be um, a huge amount. I, well, when I find the number, I'll tell you. But there was a, a huge amount of people that are just shut out of the housing market. How do you do? You find that's happening that people are just not being able to get a mortgage, Ace? Yeah, Dottie. So what's going on right now is rates went up from three percent to five percent, right? And I think folks just got used to rates being at an all-time low for such a long time for the last two years that folks didn't really, you know, have a sense of urgency. And and now, with inventory challenges continuing to just 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 really increase the uh, the bidding wars and folks really outbidding each other that, you know, when the rates go up from 3% to 5%, you're pretty much doubling your payment. So what's happening right now is folks that were looking in the marketplace about two years ago that were really estimating a 3% rate on their monthly payments are now realizing that at the 5% rate, their monthly payments are almost doubled. So it makes it even more difficult to get a, to get a mortgage and qualify. And now with home prices continue to just, skyrocket, it's getting harder and harder, uh, Dottie. So I, I think, look, in, in totality, holistically, the rates are still at an all-time low, but psychologically, people are, are feeling the effects of the increase in rates. And, and you know what? For the first time, Dottie, it's, it's actually rising at such a rapid pace that, that we've never seen anything like this. And, and similar to this, it, it was in the 1980s where rates went up this fast, right? And, you know, I, I think one of the biggest reasons for that is the pandemic where the government really artificially suppressed the rates and now that they've announced that they're not no longer going to purchase mortgage-backed securities now rates are are, are skyrocketing pretty quickly toddy so it's uh but let me just say this you said something like psycho- like psychologically people are used to like two and three percent interest rates and i think Correct. psychologically obviously you're right because when i hear the rates are up to five and a half I don't feel that's like I feel like oh well of course it's going to knock some people out, but I feel like I mean I've been in the business a long time as you know, so in my mind I'm remembering times when I bought houses that were fifteen percent interest rates. Exactly. So in my yeah, mind, 15, the way 15%. I look, I'm like well yeah. really they're still low historically, so it's all your frame of reference I think. Correct. That's it. That's it, Dottie. It's still very, very low, right? I mean, historically, you know, we've never even seen rates in the 5% rate. But because it was exactly. at 2.75 and 3%, folks just feel this sort of, it's, it's, it's psychological, right, Dottie? So when rates go from 2.75 to 5%, people feel like, oh, my goodness, I just doubled my payment. But if you think about um, the interest rates in its totality, it's still very, very low. So, Yeah. Like I said, they don't want to know. I mean, I, I think I said it last week. I remember being excited um, that I took, it was like 15%, and I got, I believe, a five-year adjustable rate mortgage that, you know, started at like 11%. And I was like thrilled. Yeah. I see I'm at 11 And, you know, everything's a give and take. 
Now, the one thing that we have now that I don't think happened before was I think a, there are so many buyers on the market and there's so little inventory that I don't, I think you're still going to have a very busy market. That's actually helping the, uh, you know, the, the real estate market, right? When there's supply chain issues, you have more buyers than you have sellers. And right now, it's, it's going to continue to be a, a robust marketplace. And Dottie, you mentioned something about adjustable rate mortgages. We're seeing a trend now, now that the 30-year fixed rate is currently at 5.125, five and a quarter, we're seeing a lot of customers opt into adjustable rate mortgages, right? So you can get a, still a lower rate. You know, historically, folks don't really stay in the home for more than five to seven years. So people are really taking advantage of the ARM products as opposed to a 30-year fixed rate just to get that lower payment and lower rate. So it's, it's, it's definitely well, a trend. Now that, you know, I mean, for, right. for our listeners who, because the interest rates are so low, we really haven't talked about adjustable rates for a while. Exactly. Because if you could yeah. lock in, I mean, it made no sense not to. But now, okay, for people who are thinking about it, if what like okay, you just made a statement and said, well, an adjustable rate. If you're thinking of staying in the house, maybe five years or less. Now, what happens if maybe you thought you were going to stay in the house five years or less, and so you said, let me take an adjustable rate, but you you end up for some other reasons not deciding not to move. Yeah, is that's that the a great worst question, thing in the world. That 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 is, you know. So what you want to do is, if you feel like you're going to stay in the home for about five years take out a seven, seven, six arm, right? If you feel like you're going to stay in the home for seven years, take out a 10, six arm. So, you know, give yourself a little bit of breathing room in terms of the maturity date and how long you want to lock in your rate for. So, you know, I always recommend clients whenever they're looking to move within five years, I'll tell them to, I'll tell them to do a seven uh, year arm. And if they're looking to move in seven years, I'll tell them to do a 10 year arm. That way you, you have a little bit of cushion in case things don't go as planned. You still have a couple of years um, down the line, you know. But, well, yeah, that's good advice. I mean, obviously, I mean, I think that's what the things are individual. Um, and so you need to sit down with a mortgage person, such as Ace, hopefully from Citizens, and really sit and, and discuss your finances. Now, let me ask you, I had a couple of emails. People asked that they got qualified or pre-qualified a month or so ago. And so now, um, do they, in other words, if you got pre-qualified a month or so ago, obviously the interest rates get went up. So should you go back and call your loan office and get pre-qualified again? And as far as the seller's concerned, if, if someone gives you an offer and says, I have a pre-qualification, I'm qualified to have a mortgage, I have, well, would they say, well, when was that commitment issued, or what should we do with that? Should sellers be saying what's the date of that, or should buyers be getting re-qualified again? What, how, what do you, what's your feeling on that? Yeah, that's happening every single day right now, Dottie. So folks that got pre-approved two months ago obviously didn't lock in their rate. So basically, you know, until they find a home, that's when they lock in their rate. So you could literally be in, in a situation where, you were qualified at a rate of 3%, and now, you know, a month later, now that it's 5%, you could be qualified for a little bit less. So it's a great – I mean, you brought up something that's happening every single day in today's marketplace. So if you got pre-approved last month or two months ago where the rates were currently at 3.5%, but now it's 5%, you definitely want to go back to your loan officer 
get pre-approved again, and just make sure that the price point that you're looking, that, that you're shopping for, you know, that you can qualify, right? Because with increasing rates, you know, for every 1% increase in rates, it's about 11 to 12% less buying power. So you just have to keep that in mind and make sure that you're contacting your loan officer and going back to the drawing board and just getting pre-qualified again, right? So. Now, Ace, what should the seller what should the seller, when they're looking at, you know, offers on their property, what should they be asking? Should they be asking them, and let me see a date that you were, that you have a, commit, a qualification from? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think sellers need like to be the seller, a little bit. I mean, if the yeah. seller's taking an offer, he's a, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure most sellers are not thinking, hey, gee, the rates went up in a month, last month, and maybe their qualification is outdated. So what should yeah, the so seller do? Yeah, so a quick tip for the seller, if you get into an agreement and you have, let's say, an agreed price point that, that you agree upon, you should definitely make sure that the buyer gets pre-approved again under the, the, um, the sale price at that current time, right? Because if rates are increasing, then the, then the buyer may not qualify. So as, as a seller, you definitely want to make sure that at the time that you agree upon a price, you ask the buyer to get pre-approved again just to ensure that there won't be any hiccups down the line during the transaction, for sure. So you would ask them to do it again? You would definitely have to ask them to do it again, especially so, in a rapid... Okay, so let me give you a scenario. I'm a seller. I have five offers, and let's just say four of them are pretty close. So now I'm going to look, I'm going to look at the terms also to make sure, hey, what are the terms? Obviously, if I have all cash... The heck with everybody that's trying to get a mortgage. But assuming I don't have all cash, then I want to look at the terms, how much money they're – what should a seller be looking at with the terms, how much money they're putting down? I mean, what are some things I, a seller needs to look at now if yeah, people are I, I getting think the a mortgage? Terms of, definitely, right? So, Dottie, cash is king. If you have an all-cash offer, obviously you take that over everything else. But if you if you don't – and you have buyers that are take, leveraging finance, what you want to do is you want to take a look at their credit profile, number one. You want to take a look at how much they're actually putting down because the more down that they put, the better chances of them getting qualified, right? So the things that you want to look at is their credit score, and, and a good realtor will definitely make sure that the, the buyer runs the credit so that, so that we know if we have a really, really good buyer or if we have a buyer that's a little bit on the fence, and then secondly, you want to make sure that you're looking at how much the borrower is putting down, right? Because a borrower that's putting down 3.5% may not have the same approval rate as someone that's putting 20% down. So, so definitely the down payment is key. Credit score is key. And obviously, you want to make sure that the borrower has enough income to qualify for the price point. So those three factors are something that the sellers can definitely request and review beforehand before accepting the offer. And you just have to work with a really good realtor and a really good loan officer to ensure that you have, you have all the things lined up. And a lot of listing agents right now, Dottie, you know, that represent the sellers, they'll have a banker that they feel comfortable with just so that they, they, they have control on the deal and they know exactly what's going on. So if you're a seller, make sure you hire a listing agent that really has great relationships with, with a loan officer that way, you're ensured that there's, you know, you, you try to mitigate the risk of having issues on the line. Yeah, I, and, you know, I know we have a call, but I have one more question So that somebody asked. So now, can you lock, you, you just said, you know, people are, you know, the interest rates went up, so people, 
were going around, and they like maybe got qualified at three, but by the time they bought, they were at five or four. Could they have they, could they lock in before they bought a home, or do you have to have purchase something to lock in? Or can you can you get a mortgage and say I didn't find a home yet, but I have ninety days or something? I mean, can you lock in before you have a home, or do you have to have a purchase before you would get a lock in rate? Yeah, so Citizens Bank, we have what's called a lock-in shop. So exactly what you're saying, Dottie, you can actually go ahead and identify a property or, or while you're while you're searching, you can lock you can basically lock in your rate within thirty days and then you'll have sixty days to close. So you literally have about like ninety days, you know, in, in terms of just locking your rate ahead of time. Now you have to be careful because if you can't find something and close within 60 days after you lock, then you'll lose that rate lock. But it's a great program in case folks want to lock in or lower rate and really just well, um, hedge the market, right? Wouldn't you so, rec- would you recommend that now? Because we know for oh, a fact it's, it's a very popular that the rates product, are going uh, to go up again. I mean, I think they – yeah. I don't know, but they, I thought I read something that they might go up to 7 I, I, I think if it goes up to 7%, Toddy, we're going we're gonna to head into a mini recession. So they really need to teeter – and make sure that they don't raise it too quickly, you know, and, and, well, and right that, now. That's a whole subject I would like correct. to talk about. I want to see, I know we're going to come up with a break. Let me take a quick question, but I want to talk about that because you're hearing everything from doomsday, that it's a bubble, that we're going into a recession, all this stuff. And I, you know, obviously that's everyone's opinion. I'd love to give mine, which I will. And dear yours, and I'd love to talk about that when we have uh, come back from a break. But before that, I have is Carrie on the line. Hey, hi, good morning, Dan. Carrie. Thanks for calling. I on real estate. Hi, um, I, I really have a quick question. Um, do you take summer interns during the summer? We do, like, and I, you know, I we traditionally did. I and I'm not really sure. I have to check what I would think with HR because I would get a lot of emails from people by social media that asked for internships. And I think during COVID, it might have been a problem, you know, when we were on high, you know, when it was pretty bad and we, we were, but I think now we are. So um, if you, um, why, you if we do keep internship. Um, uh, actually, it, it's my son who I probably keeps bothering you. Um, and he, he he's just trying to be sure before he accepts an offer anywhere that he was trying to reach somebody in HR and how he was having a little difficulty. So, um, well, if you leave your name with the, the okay. guys on the phone um, and leave your number, I can call you Monday and um, make sure that you're, you know, that the HR, I mean, I'll call the HR person myself and make sure she takes the call and give her the number. Oh, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Listen. I think interns are great. We all need young, new people and grow, and, and I think that's the best thing for somebody. I think, you know, the, your education is great, but on, on you know, on, on hands, on getting learning in this field is great, and real estate is a great field. So if you leave your number and they'll send it to me, then I should call you Monday. Got that? I think we're going to break, Dottie. Yes, we are. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about inflation. Is there a bubble? 
recession coming on. I mean, you know, places have that drama. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. You know, ever since I started taking it, I've really noticed a change in just how I feel. I feel really great all the time. Uh, you know how sometimes in the afternoon when you've been working, you just kind of feel drained or whatnot? Well, with taking the balance of nature, I don't feel that way. I feel like I have energy all day long. It's, it's just great. It's a great product. And you guys have been great every time I've called. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are just wonderful. And uh, I'm just so thankful that I found your product. And I'm thankful that I have it because, you know, I'll, I'll take it from now on because it just it makes me feel so great. It really does. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code JOE. You have helped build MyPillow into an amazing company. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to you. Get great discounts on all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. Mike's newest product is MyPillow towels made in the USA with 100% USA cotton, offering a six-piece set of bath, hand, and washcloths in a variety of colors. Originally priced at $109.99, now for a limited time reduced to $39.99. You heard right, $39.99 with the promo code AM970. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Call 800-651-0798 for these great specials. That's 800-651-0798, promo code AM970. Holland Christian Home, a place for your aging loved one. Here's Jack sharing why he chose to live at Holland Christian Home. My name is Jack. I'm 82 years old. I lived in Clifton, New Jersey. I was a teacher for 38 years. About five or six years ago, I decided I needed to get into a continuing care retirement community. My priority is what care I will get when and if I need it. And the Holland Christian Home is the only place that I looked at where all of the nurses and aides are in house. All other facilities, you must go to an outside agency and cost you a lot more money to hire aides if, in fact, you need it to get up in the morning and to go to bed at night. From independent living and beyond, feel at home and love. Call Charlotte. She'll show you around. 973-807-3245 or hchnj.org. That's hchnj.org. Holland Christian Home. 973-807-3245. Ask for Charlotte. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted now with Salem Surround. Look, there's a lot of competition for your brand and the services you provide. But we want you to stand out. How? By making sure people find you faster and easier on the web. By helping you grow your positive online reviews. By bringing you the leads your business needs to thrive. Our team of media strategists are just like you. We live here, work here, and know the communities you're trying to reach. 
That's because we're local and here to serve you with boots on the ground and the know-how of a nationwide digital agency. At Salem Surround, we do it all, from digital audio to streaming television, SEO to paid search, social media and websites. We're media strategists and we're proud of what we do. There's only one thing we're missing, you. Let's grow together. Visit SurroundNewYork.com. Surround New York, connecting you to new customers. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Yes, I'm glad to be back. We were in the midst of talking about the headlines that are on every paper saying that we're in a bubble or maybe we're going to have a recession and uh, because of interest rates rising. And we don't see homes going up the same rate, but they're still looking. I think we're looking at it. I think the NAR, National Association of Realtors, predicts about a 4.5% increase, which is still higher than the average uh, yearly increase, which I think is about 2.5%. So, Ace, what's your feel on that? Because I think there's a lot of drama, and now they say the job market is great, um, you know, that people, there's plenty of jobs for people to get, even though they're saying that people are not taking them, and they're saying employers have to give people more money to get them to come back to work. So, it, it, you know, we have a strong job market. What do you, you know, what do you, what are you seeing? And do you think they're going to go up to seven? Because, again, the feds have to play a tricky game on how, you know, how much they want to curb inflation, but how much and how quickly. What's your thoughts on that? Again, nobody has a crystal ball, but I I, I can definitely tell you I don't think that the Federal Reserve can increase the rates by all the way up to 7% just because – you know, one of the things that they're trying to do now, they're trying to combat infl- inflation, right? Inflation is right around 7%, almost right. 8%. They need to get that back down to 2%. So the cost of goods has skyrocketed so much. And the reason why they're increasing rates is because in the past, with rates being so low, people are leveraging finance. And with costs of goods being so expensive, they just felt as if folks may be borrowing money that they just didn't have. And that's the reason why they're increasing rates. But if you increase rates too quickly then it's really not going to combat inflation because you still have a supply chain issue, Dottie, and it's still very expensive to get these, these, you know, these manufacturers for lumber, for you know, even gas. So I, I think what you're going to see is a relative sort of steady inc- incline in terms of rates, but you're not going to see it go up that much more to 7%. I think what we'll see is probably teeter on the 6% rate by the end of this year, and then by next year, they're going to really see if things open up again, if manufacturing becomes a little bit more of a supply chain where you have more supply, and that's going to curb inflation. So it's a steady, just like what you said, Dottie, it's a steady sort of uh, workflow that, again, you know, if I'm, if I'm the government, it's a, it's a hard task, but it's something that they need to really balance um, quite well, right, especially with the Ukraine war still going on. You know, you don't want to increase and put – the U.S. in a very, very bad economic situation. So you, you, you really need to kind of teeter the increasing of rates for sure. So what would you say that means for existing homeowners? I, I think for existing homeowners, if you're, if you're looking to, to, to continually you know, add value to your home, but you're not quite sure if you want to sell your home because there's very little inventory out there, 
what what homeowners can do is they can still take advantage of the low rates if you if you refinance your rate that's great but a lot of folks now are leveraging cash out right Dottie? so you can actually go out you know get a loan against your home if you have equity you can take a little bit of cash and really invest that money back into your home so you can fix up your kitchen you can fix up your bathroom continue to add value into your home because that's the one asset class that's going to continue to appreciate as the years go by, and, and you're going to really, really thank yourself later by, by taking advantage of the low rates today, right? So the biggest advice that I would tell our listeners right now is don't be the folks that are on the fence or on the sidelines. You know, get into the game, you know, really inquire about leveraging, um, you know, some of the interest rates right now, some of the products that you can actually take advantage of, and, and, and you'll thank yourself um, in five to ten years because I, I, because I really think that, we're not going to see this type of interest rate environment for a very long time. Remember, Dottie, this is at a 50-year low. So we've never seen rates this low Okay, before. and I think we need to emphasize that because you're reading all this stuff about the higher interest rates. And honestly, you know, like if you're, look, if you're me, who's been in the business a long time, I mean, it is still relatively historically a low interest rate now. So this would not oh, it's, deter it's me very low, from buying anything, okay? I would continue sure. to look because I think it's just, as, as you know, again, we don't have a crystal ball, but I, I agree with Ace that it's not going to go down. Um, so if you are out there, just make sure you do everything properly. Like we tell you, make sure your credit's good. Make sure that you get a second, you know, go back to the loan officer and do it one more time with this higher interest rates and know what you can afford. And if you're a seller, make sure you ask when that's done. When was it recently done? Um, now, it is cutting the amount of people that can qualify. But let me ask you something. There are so many people that want houses that I think you'll see the demand slow up a bit, okay, but still going to be a demand. And you'll see less bidding wars, okay? But I still think for the spring, which is usually our busiest market in real estate, I think you're just going to see a tough market still for a buyer. That's my my read. Um, I don't think well, you know you're going to see too much of a let up because there's such a shortage of inventory. I mean, there's really no inventory, um, and that's why prices. I was just reading. Those of you who listen to us from Long Island, um, that on Long Island. Uh, Prices increased 10.5% in the first quarter of this year, just in one quarter. Just one quarter. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Usually you see that in the year, Dottie, but just for one quarter, that's that's substantial for sure. Yeah. And it has okay. to be a lot. And it, it, it's unbelievable. And, and, you know, the median sales price, I just happened to be reading on Long Island, was – $600,000, which is high. And uh, the condo, the, uh, the median price is three sixty, And in the Hamptons, um, the medium, the, the first quarter increased to $1.4 million compared with the median price a year ago. It's up 7.7%. And I think so, the pandemic really gave it a resurgence to the suburbs, right? So if you're looking at Westchester, if you're looking at Queens, Long Island, Connecticut, those were marketplaces that were suffering right before the pandemic. And now with the pandemic, you know, you've seen a huge resurgence in those marketplaces, which is great. You know, I, I love to see that, Dottie. 
And I think right now, if you're looking for a deal, Manhattan still has um, some room to grow, right? I, I think if anything, right. the Manhattan marketplace got hit the worst. And I think if you're looking to buy, uh, there are certain pockets in Manhattan that are great deals right now, Dottie. So. No, and not only that, I think that Manhattan is back to pre-pandemic prices where a lot of the suburbs and take and Florida, places like that, are 20% higher than pre-pandemic 20% prices. 20% higher. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and Dottie, what... One of the things that I want to tell our listeners, too, with what's going on with inflation, with the dollar, with the value of the dollar continues to go down because the government continues to print money, you really want to you know, sit down with a financial planner, sit down with a realtor, and, and have your money work for you, right? Because right now, if inflation is at 8% and you're, you're putting your money in the bank and they're giving you 0.02% back – you're really losing out on that sort of 6%, 7% variance. You really need to make sure that, you know, you educate yourself. You're investing in the stock market. You're investing in crypto. You're investing in real estate. You know, have your money work for you instead of just... Exactly. You know, and I don't that, think... That I, I think you should emphasize that more because I'm a culprit of also getting so involved in my business and what I'm doing at work and my family that I sometimes don't look at myself because I'm so busy, and now I'm looking at what's happening with inflation and things. And, of course, real estate's a great hedge against inflation. And if you have some extra money and you can carry a second home that you can rent out, because rents, in my opinion, look like they're going up, up, up. doesn't look like oh, they're huge, coming down. huge, um, Definitely. I think that's a great opportunity. If, if you don't mind, and remember, if you're thinking of buying an investment property, and you should, if you need, you could start off with a single-family home, and I would recommend that you buy it in an area that you know the properties, or that if something goes wrong, you're close by. But I think there's going to be such good opportunities, and I really think, and I look at, and I was telling someone the other day, I started the business a long time ago, and I remember being in my 20s, and these ace, these guys would come in, and you know. They, and I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but some of them really didn't even graduate high school, and they had millions of dollars. They invested in single-family housing, and they held them, and they rented them. So I think there's a wonderful opportunity now to do that. Now, let me ask you, what if all the people ate that will got forgiveness from the bank during COVID? Now those things are all over. How quickly are they going to really let them stay in their houses? Is is it going to be that they'll be in their houses for the next 10 years? Yeah, the furloughs and foreclosures are definitely But I want to look at that you know, if you're looking for investment properties, what are some of the things you could look for? Because I think it's a great property. We're going to talk about that as soon as we get through it on a quick break. Paragon's Tap and Table is one of my favorite places to dine. You can usually find me in there at least once a week, chowing down while enjoying one of their 20 great local craft beers on tap. Join me Thursday, June 16th at 7 p.m. for a beer and food pairing dinner with beer selected from Twin Elephant Brewing that will match up wonderfully with the cuisine. You'll be able to chat with the brewer and myself during the courses of dinner. For more details on the dinner and to purchase tickets, call Paragon at 732-931-1776. For more info on Paragon, head to their website, ParagonNJ.com. Paragon 
on Tap and Table, 77 Central Avenue in Clark, New Jersey. I hope to see you on Thursday, June 16th. It seems like just yesterday when I captured my son's first steps or when we recorded his soccer games on VHS tapes. Those moments are gone. But the old home movies and pictures don't need to be. That's why my son created Legacy Box. That's right, Mom. Over a million families have used Legacy Box to digitally preserve their old home movies and photos. Simply fill Legacy Box with your old camcorder tapes, film, and photos. They will professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud. With Mother's day around the corner it's the perfect time to get your legacy box and save your family's history after all few things are as important as protecting your precious memories give your mom a mother's day present she'll never forget legacy box is offering a 60 percent discount order yours today and take advantage of our best mother's day sale ever visit legacybox.com lbox and for a limited time get an incredible 60 percent off your order that's legacybox.com lbox for 60 percent off legacybox.com lbox There's a lot to learn and understand when getting ready to buy a home. Having a right lending team in place who can help is important. The lending experts at Citizens Bank can answer your questions about home borrowing or how to get started with a mortgage pre-approval. Call Citizens Bank at 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. After driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, we believe Mitsubishi Motors now launches its most exciting lineup ever. Get thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Choose from a wide selection of trim levels in either front-wheel drive or all-wheel control, all featuring the flexibility of third row seating and with special finance and lease programs you'll be sure to find just the right mitsubishi outlander for you visit freehold mitsubishi today just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area visit freeholdmitsubishi.com that's freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788 732-863-2788 freehold mitsubishi Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. New York City's first and only life-planned community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River, just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, combines a cosmopolitan lifestyle with the security of knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for wonderful. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit at riversedge.org. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm here with my co-chair, Ace Lossupoff, and we're talking about the market and, you know, whether we're in a bubble or not, and is this an opportunity for people to um, because we do have inflation, and homes are a hedge against inflation. The dollar is really getting valueless, let's say. Um, are there going to be deals out there? Now, things are so hard, but if, if somebody hasn't paid now, you know, like, you know, really with the pandemic, nobody has to pay, even if they had the money. They didn't. 
So now there's people that really truly maybe can't afford their properties, um, but they're not going to probably get thrown out that quickly. I mean, doesn't it take a long time to foreclose on people? Yeah, it has, Dottie. Now, there was a moratorium during the pandemic, right, where they froze all foreclosures, but now that's been lifted. So you're going to start seeing, you know, foreclosures come into the marketplace. You know, I don't think we're going to see a tremendous amount, but you're definitely going to see some more going into the marketplace, which may correct some some markets more than others. But, you know, the, the banks have continued to furlough some of the clients during the pandemic that were struggling. So that, coupled with foreclosures, may have a little bit more opportunity for folks to come to the marketplace. So just to really be abreast as to what's going on. But there will be some 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 folks that have furloughed that can't afford their payments anymore, folks that are in foreclosure that was that was frozen for the last two to three years, that's being lifted. So you're going to see a little bit more opportunity coming to the marketplace, and you just have to really, really be active and know what's going on so that you can really, really jump on that opportunity. Right, Dottie? So it's, uh, you, have you know, to there's do your homework. in the marketplace for sure. You have to do your homework. Work with a good realtor. Really? There are realtors that, that specifically – um, specialize in foreclosures too, right? So they'll know beforehand um, faster than others, you know, in regards to a short sale where literally, and, and a short sale is different than a foreclosure, Dottie, right? So right, but I wanted to say that. To if you're a seller, yeah. right, Grace, and you think you're going to go into foreclosure yeah. because you can't afford your payments, sell your house. Correct, correct. And, and that's sell what your a lot house of realtors because do. Of the bank. If you called up the bank, Ace, if somebody would say, if I would call the bank and say, listen, you know, I'm having a rough time to pay, but I'm going to put, yeah. I'm putting my house on the market. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to sell it. So wouldn't the bank kind of lay off and let you try to sell it? They don't really want your house back. And, house and, back. and Dottie, like I always tell all of our listeners, the bank is not in the business to to, to take on more assets, right? You know, it, it costs them a lot more to go into foreclosure with legal proceedings and things of that nature. So they really want to encourage the homeowners to just strike a deal with the bank, right? They'd rather just let that inventory go than really deal with all the legalities, things of that nature, because it's expensive. So what the banks will be more inclined to do is for, for homeowners that are looking, that are struggling, don't wait till the bank forecloses on you. They give you a little bit of time. Work with a realtor and and and, ha- and hire an attorney that can really negotiate on your behalf with the bank, so that at least you're you're not ruining your credit by going to foreclosure, and you may actually save a little bit of equity and get some money back, right? So it's it's, it's exactly. a great way to to really just stay proactive and not and not be reactive, right? So well, you can you could have a lot of equity in your house and still be not paying payments. You could, so, you, could, you know, if you, you sell it, you're, sure. that's your best bet. And as I said, if you tell the bank that your house is on the market, you show them the listing. They're going to work with you, and you're going to get more that way. And I don't really believe those of you who are looking for foreclosures, as I don't think you're going to get, don't expect that you're going to get deals that are like a freebie, freebies, because banks aren't going to accept low offers, and there's such a demand that, you know, the, it's not going to bring prices down. I just found the, you know, this number that nationally, nationally, buyers are paying 42% more ACE in their monthly mortgage payments for the same house today than they did a year ago. 
Yeah, that's amazing, and that's a Dottie. Combination it's, of interest rates and price appreciation. Yeah, it's uh, it's astonishing how quickly the rates have creeped up, and and you know how the real estate market has continued to strive. Unbelievable! I've pandemic, never seen anything know? like this in my whole entire Both career. You know, during the Where pandemic, when I was still, yeah, I, I mean, Dottie, you know, the rentals are at a at an all time high as well. I know rents are up seventeen percent year over year, and inflation is running at eight point five percent. So, uh, you know, and then I was reading all these articles where, and I, I don't have time to get into it today, but where, of course, if you're renting, the person you're renting from needs to be able to pay their payments also. So they're like, you know, we have to raise the rents. I know they're they're doing they're trying to raise, you know, they're doing rent stabilization things of that nature. So, you know, it, it's you, you have to do your homework. You have to be on top of things, okay? But you can still get a good price. So if you think you're going to go into foreclosure, you really should try to sell your house um, or at least call the bank and maybe the bank can, you know, if you call the bank and you don't want to sell your house, is there possibilities you could work something out with them? Of course. I mean, the banks, like I said, they're not in the business to take over folks' properties, right? So if you're struggling to make your payments, you know, you can call them, you can do a rate modification, uh, you can work out a payment plan with the bank. So definitely, you know, take action and don't just sit and, and wait for things to happen. Call them and be proactive because the banks will work with you if they see that you're, you're, you're coming forward and you're letting them know that you're struggling and there's some, a couple of challenges going on in your personal life. They'll work with you, right? So, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed. Just give them a call, and they'll and they'll try to work out a payment plan with you. Right. For sure. Now, as far as the bubble goes, I don't believe we're in a housing bubble at the moment, even though uh, people are trying to say that. I think that we're, you know, we're not in a housing bubble, but we're close. We could be in one if we don't. Yeah. I would say that we would only be one if they raise it to 7% quickly. Right. Um, and, and, and I wouldn't call it a bubble, Dottie. I'd probably call it a small correction just because price right. points have gone up so quickly. But the key difference here is in 2008 and 2009, everybody got a mortgage, right? It didn't matter if you had if you had a pulse, you got a mortgage. Today, credit is so stringent. You know, people, uh, the banks are, are definitely checking your credit score. They're making sure that you have enough income. There's not as much stated income programs anymore, like the no income check loans that were going yeah, on in 2008 2009. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know Ace, so. I told the story. I bought a house in the Hamptons. I didn't have money to qualify for even 400000 I bought a $750,000 house. And, of course, I didn't qualify. So um, I said to the bank, you know, I want this house. I don't qualify. They said, so, okay, if you want it, it's yours. And, I, you know, it was a second home, and I said, oh, you know, well, I'll just rent it. You know, if I can't afford to keep two houses, I'll just rent it. And yeah. that was one of the best investments I ever made. And that's why I say initially, and again, I'm not your financial planner, but if you're sitting on your money, whether you buy real estate or whether you do something else with it, don't sit on your money. As Ace said in the beginning of the show, you really need at this time to work with a financial advisor, someone that you trust, and have what, what your money works for you. Just think, if you bought a house within the last two years, you made money already. Because houses in the last yeah. two years went up like 17%. Yeah, you didn't even need to wait 10 years or you know, waiting for exactly. the cycle. Exactly. 
So, you know, we're, okay, home price growth should slow it down, okay? And I said prices were up almost, I'm going to say 17, about 15% year over year. And I think you're going to see this slow around and not appreciate so much, but I don't think in, in most of the hot areas that you're going to see a big drop at all. I don't see that because of the shortage of inventory. And as I said on last week's show, if you can't find a home that you can afford, look at different areas. Um, look at different areas. Um, Ace, I have a quick question. Somebody just emailed me and they said, uh, Ace, can you get your, your money back if you can't get a mortgage? So you can't get a mortgage. Um, unfortunately, you won't be able to get your money back if you went through the process, right? So what I would recommend is before you even apply, sit down with a loan officer, have them run a prequal where you're not where you're not putting in a solid application because prequals are free, and you could actually have the bank or the loan officer really underwrite your file prior to actually going into an application that way you're not wasting you're not wasting money or time so you can actually do a pre-approval or a pre-qual and in most cases that's free and that'll give you a good sense if you're going to, if you're going to qualify or not right once you apply once you run your credit you order the appraisal that's really when the banks can't refund your money so just do a pre-approval it's free of charge and then from there you can assess your situation to see if you can qualify or not and that way you're not wasting any money well, no, I think there's two different issues there. One is, let, let you work, I think you're talking about the amount of money when you apply for a mortgage, you have to pay what? You have to pay for a mortgage fee, you know, there's some charges with... Yeah, you pay, you pay an application fee of like $995, you know, depending on the bank, so... So, uh, so, uh, so if you're not sure, but if you don't get the mortgage, then you're, you're going to lose that, is that what you're saying? Correct, correct. That's right. So get pre-qualified first. So get pre-qualified and, first, and that'll give you a good idea. And then get the pre-commitment if you can, because I would still exactly. go for the commitment. Now, once you go to contract, now this is just you're applying for a mortgage. Obviously, you find a home you love, and then you put down a down payment, and you sign a contract, and you and the seller go into a legally binding contract, and you don't get a mortgage. Get your money back. Yeah. So, so what folks will do if you if you're afraid that you may not get approved, you want to you know have an attorney set up a mortgage contingency. Meaning, if you go and make an offer and you don't get approved, you can get your money back. But in a seller's market where there's bidding wars, Dottie, a lot of sellers are not giving mortgage contingencies. So you really need to make sure that you can qualify. And one of the biggest things that you can do is possibly go to the bank, go to the loan officer, and ask for a commitment letter. That way you know for sure that the bank is committed to lend, and that will give you a little bit of uh, you know, assurance that you're qualified and there's not going to be any hiccups down the line. So you just really want to make sure, especially in today's marketplace, Dottie, a lot of sellers are not allowing mortgage contingencies. So it's basically once you sign the contract, you're responsible to come up with the uh, right with the rest so of the payment, right? So, a, what Ace is saying in a normal market, in a market that's not overheated like the one we're in, normally people correct. try to get a mortgage contingency, which says that exactly. if I don't get a mortgage, 
then I don't, I I don't lose my down back. payment. Correct. But in a market Correct. like this, it's so competitive that sellers aren't taking it. So you really have to, as we said, do it. Get what would you could you get a qualification pre qualification, or would you lock in? Yeah, I, yeah, I would I would say go to the bank, um, get what's called a commitment letter from the bank before you actually locate a home, and you can do that. You know where where the subject part of property can be determined, and you can actually ask the um, bank to actually give you a commitment letter prior to going into contract, and that will solidify. Um, your chances of, of getting a mortgage, right? Because once the bank um, gives you a commitment letter, they're, do, they're doing a full underwrite as opposed to a pre-approval. They may be just collecting your income statements, your docs, but they're not submitting it to the underwriter. They're just, the loan officers just give me an assessment that looks like, you know, things line up. But for a commitment letter, you're actually submitting to the underwriter. There's an underwriter that's underwriting the file in its totality, and then the bank will issue a commitment letter. So it's a little bit stronger a little bit more secure, so you definitely want to look into that as well. Absolutely. And if you're a seller, um, as Ace discussed, was saying, the pandemic, they gave to everyone a mortgage. <laughs> really, they did. So now, if you're a seller, make sure you're really looking at the terms and borrowing an oil cash, because obviously if you get an oil cash deal, there's no contingency. Um, so that's best. But if you... Um, if you have people that are all qualified, for, you know, that are all getting mortgages, you want to look at what type of mortgages they're getting. And as they said, you would try to have somebody that's got a, a commitment or at least a, a pre-qualification. And that's why working with a good broker who knows, you know, and who's working with a financial person also is real important because somebody can offer you any amount of money. If they can't get a mortgage, you're back to square one again. And I don't know when they're going to raise rates again. When do you expect them to raise rates? Or do you expect them to raise them soon? Or do you, because I heard, well, well, well the soon. Federal Reserve, yeah, the Federal Reserve, they're, they're meeting on uh, May 3rd and 4th next week. Um, so we'll see if they raise rates. Um, they probably won't raise rates um, in May, possibly in June, uh, because they just raised it recently. So we'll see. We'll see, Dottie. You know, and, 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 and I think going back to what you were saying, because the marketplace is so competitive, it's so important to to really um, create your 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 own dream team, right? Meet, you know, try to get um, a good realtor, try to get a good attorney, and try to get a good loan officer. You know, once you have that dream team, well, it's going to put you put you in a better position, you know, to compete with other other offers. I'm going to say something a little bit stronger. I agree with you, but I don't want to say try. Make sure that you have a good team. And we'll go through some of the questions you should ask them and how you should decide on what team and how you pick your team. Um, but going into it, and also have your own knowledge. You know, it's always nice that you have a great team, but you also know yourself. I see we're coming up to the 11 o'clock. And we're going to be back with Steve Everett. We're going to give you the, finance, I mean, the legal update. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. From the three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.